0: You are listening to Pharmacy IT and Me, your Informatics Pharmacist Podcast. Alright, welcome to another episode of Pharmacy IT and Me. And as with every episode, we start this one standing at the intended is everybody. And today we'll be speaking with our special guest, Dr. Dennis Kitayama, on uh, what his role is in the pharmacy technology and informatics world. So thank you so much for taking some time to be on the podcast, Dennis. How are you doing today?
1: Great, Tony. And uh, first of all, thank you for uh, creating this podcast. I think it's a, a great service that you're providing to students and pharmacists interested in, in pharmacy informatics. And uh, thank you for inviting me to participate.
0: Yeah, of course. Yeah, I actually started this because I remember when I was trying to get into informatics, I couldn't find any podcasts out there about it. So kind of just want to like provide that option for people to to listen to. So for the listeners, can you tell us a little bit more about yourself? And I guess, um, what was your path to... Getting into pharmacy informatics? I'd
1: like to take a moment to describe my current position uh, first uh, to define some of the terms. I lead the inpatient clinical content or clinical decision support team at Kaiser Permanente based in Southern California. And Tony, you gave an an overview of CDS or clinical decision support in one of your earlier episodes. Uh, Just for a quick review, CDS tools uh, enhance the clinical decision making for users of the electronic health record or EHR. Examples of CDS tools are alerts that pop up on screen, uh, references to clinical guidelines or, or order sets, to name a few. Simply stated, order sets are, are diagnosis or procedure specific groups of orders that make order entry into CPOE system safer, uh, evidence-based, and more efficient. As far as my background, I graduated from college at UC Irvine as a bioscience major, and I also took a, a coding slash programming course which is my introduction to computers. I attended pharmacy school at University of the Pacific, then residency at UCSF. Uh, Before coming to Kaiser Permanente, I was a hospital pharmacist for nearly 20 years, where I was a clinical pharmacy coordinator and director of pharmacy. I'd like to highlight uh, some of my earlier experience that helped me the most in my CDS role. Like many of us who were in hospital pharmacy in the 1980s, I helped transition or inpatient pharmacy from a manual paper system to a computerized system. My hospital used Digimetics, which is a standalone pharmacy system, so there was no interfacing with physicians and nurses because they were still on paper. Uh, As a hospital pharmacist, I spent a lot of time verifying orders and also writing orders, such as uh, adjusting immunoglycoside, vancomycin, anticoagulant doses, and managing PCAs and TPN. About 30 years ago, I I helped develop pre-printed orders that physicians would use to write orders for common diagnoses such as acute MI or community card pneumonia. The pre-printed orders in the paper world were the forerunners of order sets and CPOE systems. In fact, we use existing pre-printed orders as templates uh, to develop some of the initial electronic order sets. I've created a few technology tools uh, for inpatient pharmacists. And for me as a pharmacy manager, uh, based on the database program FileMaker Pro, uh, examples included uh, uh, patient clinical monitoring and tracking and reporting pharmacist interventions, uh, adverse drug reactions, drug information inquiries, and uh, pharmacist productivity. As a pharmacy director, I had to assure that our pharmacy and our medical center were a compliant with a vast number of regulations and standards governing medications, such as Joint Commission, Board of Pharmacy, and USP, and many others. All of these early pharmacy experiences that I mentioned helped me a great deal when transforming from the paper system to the EHR and configuring CDS tools. Fast-forwarding a few years, I joined Kaiser Permanente in 2001 as an internal consultant. In 2003, KP committed to using Epic as its EHR, and I was the first inpatient CDS pharmacist and helped with the development of the initial group of order sets. And besides order sets, I also work with alerts and other CDS tools.
0: Awesome, awesome. So, so the way that I kind of met you or know you is that we actually, we would take turns teaching at some of the pharmacy schools about pharmacy informatics for some of the, the earlier years of students in pharmacy school. So uh, can you go a little bit into what you do from a teaching and mentoring perspective?
1: Sure, Tony. Uh, as you're aware, that I'm involved with the PGY-2 Pharmacy Informatics Residency Program at Kaiser Permanente. I've always enjoyed precepting, teaching, and mentoring students and residents. Starting when I precepted an inpatient medicine rotation for several years at my practice site at the hospital. Uh, more recently, as, as you mentioned, I've been guest lecturing in pharmacy informatics at a few of the pharmacy schools in Southern California, focusing on CDS tools and medication safety in the EHR. It did mention the, the PGY2 Pharmacy Informatics Residency Program, where I'm one of the uh, residency program coordinators. We started working on the residency program about five years ago, and we're ready to graduate our third resident, and our fourth is starting in July.
0: So right now, like, one of the common questions I get from students or even pharmacists out there is that they really want to get into pharmacy informatics, and they're like, oh, how can I get into pharmacy informatics? And, you know, since you have this residency program that's set up with Drew Kaiser, what is kind of your take? Like, what is your advice to people who are trying to get into the, the field of pharmacy informatics?
1: Sure, that's a great question, Tony. And you had an episode dedicated to PGY-2 pharmacy informatics residency programs when those of you were noncommittal and recommending the PGY-2 uh, route versus going directly into working in a, in a pharmacy and informatics position. And I agree with you that PGY-2 program is not for everybody. My own path is typical of a lot of people who do not do a PGY-2 residency in pharmacy informatics and get work experience first, then enter informatics. PGY-2 residency does require a PGY-1 residency first, which is very competitive. And there are only 25 PGY-2 pharmacy informatics programs listed on ASHP's website and a handful of combined PGY-1, PGY-2 programs in informatics. I believe that um, the advantage of a PGY-2 program in pharmacy informatics is similar to residencies in general. Our resident rotates through several learning experiences such as outpatient and inpatient uh, pharmacy informatics, CDS, data analytics, and others. The program exposes the resident to a wide variety of experiences that would not normally be received as quickly in a typical pharmacy informatics job. Our residents get EPIC certified, and we have been fortunate in that we were able to retain our first two residents, although we know that this will not always be possible in the future. However, our intent is to train our residents to work in positions inside or outside of our organization with the hope of becoming a future leader in the field.
0: So thank you. Uh, thank you for explaining that. Thank you for giving your take on that PGY2. I know it's a, it's a really kind of difficult thing to commit to, like for me, because I, I don't really know, like, like for me, like, like what you said, I went through a similar route as you where I didn't go through a residency program, but I also see that value too. So, so thank you for explaining that to, to the listeners. I also noticed that aside from your current role, you also have some experience with outside consulting and, um, some thoughts about, Starting a company, do you want to expand a little bit on that?
1: Uh, Many residents and pharmacists pursuing pharmacy informatics uh, position may wind up working for a consulting company. And someday, uh, you may even consider starting your own company in pharmacy informatics, uh, either as a consulting business or a company trying to develop a new uh, product or service. I was involved in three startup companies, and uh, these were not solo efforts. I, I was always partnered with people that I enjoyed working with. The first startup company focused on drug information services, continuing education, and consulting services. And this was before the internet was mainstream and there was not much in the way of technology. The other two startup companies were technology based. The first, the major goal of the first technology based company was to develop a CPOE system and have the system communicate wirelessly with a, with a pharmacy computer system. This is before cellular technology was popularized, and then the company went through changes in partnership and transformed to another technology-based company that I was a part of. And this new company focused on developing a CPOE system using an electronic writing or pen device. Uh, At the time, most physicians were still writing orders on paper, and we thought that the easiest way to transition physicians to CPOE was to create a portable electronic writing device to enter you know, orders or prescriptions. Uh, the devices were never produced, but we, we received a patent on some of the software features that are used in today's EHRs. Uh, the company eventually sold a patent and, and dissolved. None of the startup companies I was associated with turned out to be financial blockbusters, Meaning, I still had to keep my day job to pay bills. But the knowledge, is, uh, knowledge and experiences I gained helped me both personally and professionally. All of the business has made me think creatively and constantly about ways to improve workflows and patient care in the field that I practiced in. The experience has also taught me a lot about the business side uh, from working with attorneys and accountants, uh, collaborating with business partners, both internally and externally, and selling myself and my products. It's certainly a, a doable to start a new company by yourself or with others. I just know that it will be a major time and energy commitment to get it off the ground, whether or not you're doing it in addition to your regular job or if you have sufficient resources to jump in full time.
0: Wow. So it sounds like you had a lot of experience, like not just being in, you know, the whole pathway of your career going into pharmacy informatics, like being at Kaiser, but you also had that experience with uh, consulting and like being part of startups. So I guess... From all your experience, what what stands out to you as kind of your greatest achievement in the whole field of Pharmacy for Max, like, of what you were able to contribute?
1: I would say, uh, Tony, my greatest accomplishment would be being a part of the team that developed the order sets for CPO Go Lives for Kaiser Permanente in, in Northern and Southern California. Uh, this was definitely the hardest project that I, I've ever had in my career. i say my, my proudest achievement, if I may mention that, is being part of a dedicated group that started the PGY two pharmacy informatics residency program at Kaiser Permanente, which led to ASHP accreditation and the graduation of two outstanding residents so far.
0: That's really cool. That's really cool. So, so if people had any, if they have any questions about the residency program, or maybe just about your career path and specific questions about how you navigated to your career, uh, what's the best way that they can can reach you?
1: LinkedIn would be the, the best way to contact me.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Okay. So I'll be putting your contact info through LinkedIn on the show notes for anyone who's interested. And uh, to be respectful of your time, I'd also like to thank you again for taking some time out of your busy day to be on the show.
1: Thank you, Tony
0: all right if you guys like this episode you guys can subscribe and rate us on itunes stitcher google play or any of your other favorite podcasting services you can also follow us on social media on twitter or facebook at pharmacy it me or instagram at pharmacy informatics and thank you again for listening and i'll see you on the next episode of pharmacy it and me and remember technology is a tool patient care is the goal